Before we get into today's episode, I have a quick message from my sponsor, Cloudways. Cloudways is a managed cloud hosting platform that simplifies your web hosting experience. The platform allows businesses to focus on their growth and have complete peace of mind with 24-7 support and flexibility to scale. Can we just say support is hugely important when it comes to hosting? And thanks to Cloudways, they are offering an exclusive discount for the Kim Doyle Show listeners. Visit cloudways.com and use the promo code KIM20 to get 20% off for two months on the hosting plan of your choice. All right, guys, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to F the Hustle. I'm your host, Kim Doyle. You want a life that is meaningful and exciting. In this podcast, we're going to talk about launching and growing an online business that fits your lifestyle. F the Hustle is all about doing good work, building real relationships, and most importantly, creating a business that supports how you want to live your life. You don't have to sacrifice the quality of your life today to create something that sets your soul on fire. And yes, that includes making a lot of money. So we'll be talking about selling, charging what you're worth, and how earning more means helping more people. My goal is to help you find freedom and create a business on your terms. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode. I'm really excited today. My guest is going to talk about something that we all need, are probably not doing well, and can do a little bit better. So my guest is John Ainsworth of Data Driven Marketing. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, I'm delighted. What an honor. Yeah, so we connected, and and I we do have to give the, the listeners a little bit of a backstory because we're recording this in the beginning of November, and I think it's kind of fun. We connected through a good friend, uh, Jimmy Rose, James Rose, <laughs> depending on where you're connected with him online. Um, and John is in Mexico, and I'm in Costa Rica, so we're sort of having this tropical conversation today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're both just loving the fact that it's beautifully warm in November, and it's a wonderful thing. It is. I think I'm going to be in shock going back to California in December, even though it's California. It, it definitely cools off in the winter. So um, I'm like, what am I going to wear? Did I bring anything to wear? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I have on my packing list when I travel, uh, if it's going to be cold when you go back, pack a jacket and hat and scarf and gloves and just like don't get to the airport and go, oh God, what have I done? (laughs) I'm going to wear flip-flops and get out in snow. This is not going to be good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So I, I'm totally excited to talk about this today, John, because you know it is. There was a time when funnels was not common marketing language. Um, it's what you guys do. But before we get into that, how did you get into your in, into funnels? But how did you start your online business? Like, what's a little bit of your backstory? I love hearing how people got to where they are. So this is my second business, and my first one was I used to work in sport and physical activity marketing. I used to be campaigns manager for Sport England, who's like the national organization for sport in England. And I would run campaigns for them. And then I set up a business on my own and I would do that for local government and health charities. And I would get inactive people into physical activity, cancer patients, disabled people, people from um, teenage girls was a really hard one. Actually harder harder to get teenage girls active than it is to get cancer patients. Um, and I ran that. <laughs> you just got to let that sink in for a minute, but that's pretty funny. You, what you should do is send them on a scavenger hunt to find their phones. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I ran that for about uh, 10 years and it was, it was 
business and I was running it online most of the time, but it didn't work for like what I really wanted, which was to work completely remotely, you know, go to Mexico, go to Portugal, go to wherever around the world for long periods of time. Cause I needed to go to meetings and go, you know, connect with people to get um, jobs in. Yeah. And so I, I closed it down a few years ago and I set this up. And um, so I was like looking around trying to figure out, okay, we've already been building these funnels for getting people into activity. What, where else do people want funnels? And I didn't kind of know how well it would go. And I, I tried it out with e-commerce and online courses, what have you. Turns out online businesses want funnels an awful lot more than government does. They really was like, oh, that was a lot easier. <laughs> Why was I making my yeah. life so hard for so many years? Like, fine, okay. And um, so I kind of narrowed down to just working with online courses from there because we just found that we had the best bond. Like, it's, I find online course creators tend to be someone who's a real expert at something, is a really good person who really wants to just share and teach this thing, and they've spelled, spent a long time building up an audience and so I found like, oh, these are really good people. I really like working with them. And this is like tend to be kind of a good fit. And it, it was somewhere where we got good results as well. So that's how we kind of got into this niche. Excuse me. I was going to try to like <laughs> mute that and it just came on too quickly. Um, well, I, I would think too, you know, because, because your niche is course creators, which I hadn't said that. So I'm glad you pulled that in is um, course creators also you know, unless they're brand spanking new, but either, even with that, they probably help make your job a little bit easier in the sense that they've, they've created a curriculum. They've got a process, they've got steps. So you can pull that out for copy and marketing and, and how to actually craft the campaign a little bit, right? Because there's content in there. So, um, so in terms of the course creators, so you pivoted and I'm guessing, did you, did you create a funnel? to find these people that you could work with? No, it's, it's an interesting one, right? So that's kind of, I would say a funnel is not generally the place to start. You don't, if you've got a new business, you're like doing something for new audience and you go and build a funnel. If it turns out that you're wrong in some of your hypothesis, it's like, okay, this isn't the right niche or I need to change the messaging slightly here or whatever. Then it's a load of work to redo the whole funnel again. So what I was doing is mostly just networking, relationship building. Like I'm in a um, business network with, with Jimmy that you mentioned before called the DC. And I just would do loads of stuff for free for people in there and find out who wanted some more help. You know, and then I got referrals from in there and I went on some podcasts and that kind of thing. So that was it for a long time. And we didn't take on that many clients for quite a long time because it's like we have to get really, really good at this before we start to scale it at mm -hmm. all. Because if you start to scale something that's yeah. kind of mediocre or or even if it's good, but it requires just so much work because everything has to be figured out as you go along, it's a nightmare. But if you mm -hmm. can get like everything dialed in and then start to scale it up, then it's way easier. So now we have funnels and we've tried ads. Ads doesn't really work for us. We, we do most of our work through just going and doing it. Probably you would approve. It's through content. Uh, we go and we share yeah. <laughs> content with other people's audiences. I go on podcasts and teach people about funnels. I go and do presentations for other people's um, audience. I just did a, a webinar for Funnelytics for their audience earlier today. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Might be doing one for Teachable some point this month. So that kind of thing. Just go and teach about this stuff. And some of the people are like, could you help me more with this? And so that's just always been my my kind of style. It's like help people as much as you can, and then some of them want more help. So yeah, that was kind of how we got going. Okay, well, here's sort of a random and 
you'll learn quickly, John, I go off script quite a bit here, but <laughs> so from that perspective, but because I, I, I love that process, you know, and it's like, I've, re- I've recently gotten into just putting an email out, look, I'm going to do this program. It's a pilot. I only want this many people. We're going to do it together. And I, I spend way more time with people than I committed to because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to find those pain points and have those conversations. And then it's, it's been magical. It has been the easiest thing I've ever sold or offered. And the relationship's really deep. So that being said, like I have an audience and I've got a list already. So that type of an offer is easy to put out. So if someone's getting started, is there a way to kind of bring in revenue pre-funnel while you're gathering that data? Because the thing is like, I get the doing stuff for free and make and, and the relationship building. But if someone's listening and they're thinking, that's great, John, I didn't have the money to just go work for free. Like, how, how would you recommend or suggest or what are some ways to kind of step into that? Yeah, I mean, I can only really, I guess, speak for that one, like what's worked for me. But like when I say I did stuff for free, I only mean for like, it was really a month or something like that. I was doing, I did these audits mm-hmm. for people. So it was... Yeah. And I did it for six people, I think, and two of them asked if they could sign up as clients. And one of them is still with me now. And I was kind of shocked at the time. I was just like testing the market to see what's what's out there. But mm-hmm. I think like for getting started, just going and finding people who have got a pain point. Like the way here's the way I've always done it. When I'm trying to get started or I'm trying to get going with something, is talk to a lot of people, as many as I can. So whether it's at networking groups or in a business network or through masterminds or relation you know people you already know who they know whatever and with no no pitch at all just go and talk to people about their problems and i find people love to talk about their problems they are they are mad keen to have someone listen to them bitch about their problems and then if one of those problems is something that i can help with i'll generally say like i'll I'll help them during the conversation if i can and then like i say well do you want help with that and it's the it's the least pitchy pitch that you know I could possibly do. It's like the they could say no very very easily. It's very comfortable mm-hmm. to say no. It doesn't feel like I've just tried to sell them something. But if they say that would be great, and go okay cool, and then I would set up a call or you know a meeting or whatever and go through it with them. And maybe they just wanted help for an hour or something. But maybe then they actually want someone to come and do it. And what I would often find is people would say well, can you just do this for me? Can you just sort this out? You seem bright. You know, can you just make this problem go away? (laughs) And so that would get me started. And I do all kinds of it. I don't think it's a long-term way to to run a really profitable business because you end up doing so many random things, but it gets some money coming in and you get to identify problems. And when you find, ah, I've had three people with that same problem. Okay, cool. Maybe that's my thing. Maybe I'll try and find more people like that. And you kind of narrow down onto that. So I found that was way easier to get some work in when I started doing that than I than I do now because we have to turn down most people now because most of them don't fit into our little niche of we only help this specific type of person. No, I think that's brilliant. And I didn't think that you meant, you know, like working for free at the same time, like ongoing. Um, I'm always amazed with... I don't know what it is about this space or if it's, you know, online that people just think I'm going to pay someone to put up a website and where's, you know, if you build it, they will come kind of mentality. And it's, it's, there is so much value in doing that deep dive with people and having those conversations. They will literally tell you to your point, this is my pain point. Well, there's your headline. There's, you know, and so you, it's a lot easier. Yeah. I mean, and not, 
in one conversation. But the more you do that, I, it's, it's just gold. And I feel like um, there's so much more opportunity to just come back to being a human being and having conversations and really getting clear on it. And then from there, it's a lot easier to grow and, and to narrow down. So um, right, so how did you come into the space of, of finding that course creators were your market? Well, so we were working with uh, SaaS businesses and e-commerce and online course creators and a whole bunch of others. And we did that for, I guess, about a year where we worked with loads of different people. And we sat down and we did an 80-20 analysis of it. So uh, my business is called Data-Driven Marketing. So um, you will not be surprised to learn that I track a lot of things. So we track all of the hours that we spend on stuff and we tracked all the results that we got for clients. And we tracked how much time it had taken and what the profit was per project. And then we also wrote down for each of them, how much did we like it? How much did we like working with them? And what we found was that online ah. course creators was one where we, we liked them as people that we felt like, okay, this is honestly, this is people who are, who are good, who ethical, who stand, you know, they're doing something originally to help people more than make money. And now they get to make money from it so that we we've generally got a group of good people here. Secondly, we found those are the ones we always got the best results for, which was brilliant that that lined up so well between the two of them. And then the third one was that we found there were some clients we would work with um, who we would do a really good job for. We'd build them a great funnel and we'd get everything running well and then they'd be booked up. They'd be full. And we're like, well, that's no good. Because if you fill somebody up and then they stop hiring you because you did the job too well, it's like, (laughs) well, that sucks. I mean, honestly, it really sucks. I've done it before a number of times. <laughs> I used to work with gyms and we, you can fill up a gym really easily. Like you can, you can get a gym to be completely full, all of the membership sold. And then they're like, great, we're done now. It's like, well, this is horrible. Cause like I sh- what I technically <laughs> should have done is a less good job for you. And I would have made more money from it. And that makes me feel kind of sick. So um, that was a part <laughs> of it. And I kind of looked at e-commerce as well. And I was like, you know what? Technically, if we did an amazing job for e-commerce, they wouldn't be able to handle it. Like if we really like, I, I was looking at this as long term, I want to be so good at this that it confuses people. And if we get to be really, really good, if we double or triple an e-commerce business's sales, can they actually handle it? Do they have the inventory for it? And so that was yeah. kind of a reason why that one was, was cut out for us. So it was just like a, we just had to try a load of stuff, learn what worked, and then narrow down to like, right, this is the bit that worked the best with online course creators. Yeah. Well, and you were saying too that uh, people have to fit a certain criteria. So when it comes to your course, so we've got the course creator market. Mm-hmm. So it, what are some of the criteria that you guys look for when working with a course creator? So 90% of the of the audience who is, responding to anything about online courses are beginners like as in they they either don't have a course or they've just made a course but they don't have an audience they haven't really started making sales yet like they're very very early stage and what we do our whole shtick is that we help people who are already succeeding to to ramp it up so they have to be making sales of Mm -hmm. at least a few thousand a month like some of our clients are making hundreds of thousands a month but at least three thousand a month They've got to have an email list of at least 3,000 people. Um, and they have to, that proves that they've got courses that people like. Because it's really easy to make yeah. a course that you like and that you think people should like, but that doesn't guarantee that people are actually going to buy it. And it's really hard to build an audience 
like it takes a lot of time to build an organic. We're working with people with organic traffic. So it could be YouTube or a podcast or search engine traffic or, you know, whatever, Instagram, Facebook, but it has to be organic traffic that they've already got. And that's what we're helping to convert more of those into sales. So if they've got an email list of at least a few thousand people, it proves they've, they've had something work there that's already made a progress. And then that's kind of our requirements. And what that means is our job becomes relatively easy. For that specific group of people, a funnel is unbelievably valuable. Like if they don't have this stuff in yeah. place, they can double their revenue in three months. We've got people who've, I think the best we've got so far is like five or eight times or something like that. She went from 38,000 to 225,000 in like five months, something like that. So what's that? Like just wow. under six times, five times. And it's like, it's ridiculous. It's just like, there's this incredible potential that they've spent years building up. And then we get to help them to tap that untapped potential. So that's kind of our, that's our particular audience. We, we really work well with people who've got, you know, a lot of traffic. Like we had someone start with us the other day who has got 7 million YouTube subscribers. And so we, she'll absolutely oh crush it in this. I know. And she doesn't even like, to her, this is going to be like, you know, she'll become a multimillionaire off this stuff. And, but I mean, we work with anybody who's, who's got, meets those kind of criteria but like that's the people who've really already spent years building the courses building the traffic we can do so much for them that's the people we're really kind of fit best with wow okay so in in that sense let, let's kind of back into this a, a smidge here so if somebody wasn't ready to work with you what mm -hmm. would you suggest they do to get to this point right without necessarily giving away like i mean i i I'm guessing, right, that you guys are building a funnel in the back end of the, tra you're converting traffic that's coming to the site, and then you've got a funnel in the back end of that. So what are some things that you'd recommend specifically for course creators, how to, how to get the organic traffic going um, so that they're ready to work with you guys? Yeah, so I don't do traffic. That's kind of the, I don't have expertise in traffic. We don't know that much about, I like, we do it for ourselves, and I can tell you what we know about it, but it, I think it will be less than lots and lots of other people. Um, what I generally advise people about is start implementing some of the stuff that we're teaching to get you somewhat further along. You know, if you've already got some traffic, yeah. you can, so for example, it says like eight different things that we teach people to do. And I teach all of them. I teach what they all are for free. I do free trainings about them in our Facebook group. I go on podcasts and I explain all about them. And if people do a couple of them, they can start to get some progress and they can start to make some more money. And then maybe at that point they'll, they'll be ready to come and work with us if they've already got some kind of a, um, they've, you know, they've, they've already got something going there. If they're like, right, I need to learn how to build organic traffic. It's like, wow. Okay. That's a big, that's a big thing. Um, and it's huge. I, yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm probably, I'm probably not the best person to answer about it. I can try if you want, but honestly, but you I said there's a, no, no, no. But what about, you said there's a couple things that you tell people, like that you teach for free or you've got trainings on. So yeah, what are a yeah, couple yeah, of those yeah. points that you tell people to implement? So there's three main problems that the people we help have got. One is that they their email list is too small. The second one is mm -hmm. that they don't make enough sales to their email list. And the third one is that their revenue per sale is too low. So what we're teaching people mm -hmm. is how do you get a bigger email list from your organic traffic? How do you make more sales to your email list? And how do you make more revenue per sale? So um, in terms of the revenue per sale, it's, there's like three things that you can do there. 
you use order bumps and upsells mm-hmm. and you make better offers. So do you want me to talk through like what each of those are and kind of how they work? Please. Yeah, let's hit it. Yeah. So an order bump is is a very, very simple concept. It's about selling something else that goes with what they're already buying. So if you go to McDonald's mm-hmm. and you say, can I get a Big Mac? They'll say, do you want fries with that? So it's the, that's the order bump in that, in that situation, right? You go to the mm-hmm. cinema and you buy a cinema ticket, they have the popcorn that goes along with it. So when you're selling online courses, what you can do is you just set up a, a tick box on the checkout page. So someone is checking out, they're putting in their credit card details. There is a tick box that gives them the option of buying something else that goes with what they're buying. Generally, as a rule of thumb for about a third of the price of what they're, what they're getting. That's not a hard and fast rule, but it's, it's a good rule of thumb. Um, and about 40 to 60% of people will buy that. And so that gives you about 15 to 20% extra revenue on every order that you make. And it's, it's the one I tell everybody to start with because it's so ridiculously easy to do. You need like two lines of copy about that product. And there's all the checkout software has got this feature in it. You know, if you're in Teachable or Kajabi or ClickFunnels or Thrivecart or whatever, they mm-hmm. all do this. It's very straightforward. But nobody does it. Can I nobody jump in with one, with one point? Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, because 100%, right? Like when we launched the Content Creators Planner a few years ago, I mean, we were slammed getting the planner ready and stuff. I'm like, we need an order bump. We need an order. I know we need an order bump. And so <laughs> we did a masterclass for $47. So the order bump was actually higher in this case, but they were ordering a phys- the physical planner. And I, it was nuts, John. Seriously, I would say like 30 to 50% of people took that order bump, which then raised the cart value, right? And it was like, yeah, I, it like makes me nauseous to think what we would have lost. Yeah. At the same time, I'm like, Dang, we should have had another upsell. <laughs> but, you know, minimum well, sometimes, sometimes you get to that point, you're like, hey, I was so stoked that we did that. But but seriously, and it's like I, I think so many people get in their heads like, I don't want to be smarmy. I'm like, it it kind of here's this the way I describe it. I remember listening to a story of a guy's like he went on he was gonna go on vacation with his family, went in and bought a camera, and then he went on vacation and the battery died, and he went back and he was so mad at the salesperson, he's like, Why didn't you sell me another battery? I could have used a backup battery. So the goal of the order bump, right, is to give them something that's going to complement what they're what they're buying to begin with. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So I've given <laughs> I, I run this conference in London and I give this uh, this talk where I explain about these these eight steps. And um, I'm they're doing a Christmas version of the conference without me, and to kind of commemorate me, they're putting an order bump when you buy the ticket for the conference, which is. <laughs> If you buy the if you if you tick this box, you will get a high five from Noel, who's organizing that event when you come in. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And about half the people have bought it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And it's you know what's funny about that is like especially like we're living we were talking about crazy times we're living in, but it's like it's like this weird little unique experiential order bump and people, the curiosity is like, well, I got it. People probably bought that just because they thought it was awesome and it was hysterical, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So Noel's now looking up how to give the best possible high five so he can really deliver on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. That is so great. Okay, so add an order bump. What's a couple other? Yeah. Number two is upsells. So an upsell and an order bump, some people confuse the two of them together, but the idea is an upsell is after they have checked out. So someone's finished checking out, the next page that they see 
offer them something else to buy. So this is if you're selling a membership and you sell a month worth on your initial page, upsell them, the offer them the chance to get the annual membership or the quarterly or something like that. If you're in e-commerce and you're selling t-shirts and they've just bought one, offer them the chance to buy a few more. Um, in online courses, what it normally is, is that you sell them a course and then you sell them another course that goes alongside it or the next level up. So you've just sold them the basic course, well, now sell them the intermediate one. Or you've sold them you know, something about funnels, well, maybe you sell them a course about Facebook ads that goes with it or organic, you know, mm-hmm. build your organic traffic or something like that. So it's what else have you got? And if you can't find anything that's a perfect fit, just offer something. Just because about 10 to 30% of people will buy that next thing. And you can offer that at the same price as your initial offer, or it could be more expensive. And it allows you to add about another 20% onto your revenue. And these things are so easy to set up because in in courses, you've already got Mm -hmm. a sales page built. You've just got to duplicate that and make this one say at the top, your order is on its way to you. In the meantime, check out this offer. And that's it. That's like the only thing Mm -hmm. you've got to check. So so that's number two is put an upsell in place. Well, you know, it's funny is we actually then, um, I just didn't give the example because the e-commerce was the easiest one in essence. And then we've had a couple where just to test it, we had, we did like a creator's mug and a couple things. And so that, that stuff works too, <laughs> like the upsells going down with that, you know, and the courses to your point, you know, it's one thing that I can tell you every single time I'm one of those people, like if I buy a book through a free plus shipping funnel, whatever, I a hundred percent of the time will get the audiobook. If they give me the audiobook right then and mm, there, mm, I'm a total mm. podcast listener, audiobook person. You know, so even like an upsell, it's like taking something you've already created and delivering it in a different version or something, right? Like I yeah. mean, so many people don't do it. I totally agree. Yeah, it's it's kind of gross if you think about how well it works and you've not done it. You don't want to think about you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I had a free coaching call with this guy, David Bignola, and he runs Home Recording Made Easy. And I told him about this and he's like, why has nobody ever told me about this before? Why has nobody told me? And he's using Kajabi and he goes in there and he's like, there it is. There it is. It's, it's, it's an option. It's built into Kajabi. I can just do it. And he set it all up. It took him three or four days to set it up for all of his courses. And his revenue went up about 30 to 40% and has stayed up 30 to 40% forever since then. It's just like, it's magical. It's such right? a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. It really is. And it's funny that, you know, when you look at the platforms and I do want to add, I still want some more tips, but the platforms, um, you know, where you see where ClickFunnels is dominated in so many ways, they're marketers. And the whole point being, they know how to help people make money and they teach how to do all of those things, you know, whether or not you like the software or not. Although, have you seen the version 2.0 they're coming out with? No, does it look good or bad? I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> it looks amazing, honestly. Okay. And so, and this, you guys, I'm not a ClickFunnels affiliate. Well, I probably have a link somewhere, but I'm not doing that here. <laughs> They've rebuilt it from the ground up. I'll send you the link. It was from the event. And I watched this. They've totally rebuilt it from the ground up on React, on all brand new everything. And they're doing it in a way like it's, it's kind of nuts, John. I'm not here to sell them, but it, you'll be able to do Shopify memberships, high ticket, everything. But the point being is they've got those upsells and stuff built in. So if you have a course, you'll be able to purchase another course or another product from the course creator inside that course thing. And I'm like, so it, and it's just unique. And I mean, just from a 
observational standpoint, like where Kajabi should be preaching about the how well upsells work to get more customers into their own platform. Yeah. Yeah. So what I actually yeah. do is I go and work with um, online course hosting companies mm-hmm. and I teach their audiences about this because they've built the software. They've allowed people to do it, mm-hmm. but they've not taught them why they should do it. They've not got them excited about yeah. it. So I, I rock up and I'm like, I'll teach your audience about it. This stuff matters. And then, you know, obviously some people from there come and, and sign up with us. So it's a, you know, business benefit, but it's, it's not their jam. Software companies generally, that's not their thing. Whereas for click funnels, like you say, they really, that's what they're about. The funnel software is almost incidental. It's the concepts that they're really trying to enable people to do. And the funnel mm-hmm. software is just how you do it. Yeah, yeah. They're almost more of an education company in a way when you think about it. I mean, it's software, mm. obviously, but um, yeah. Okay. So what's another tip or two, whatever you're comfortable giving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to share everything. So um, the third thing in terms of increasing revenue per sale is about making better offers. And what people think I mean when I say that is to uh, make offer price reductions. And sometimes, and that works in courses, but it's the crucial thing with a better offer is how can you make this seem better to the client, to the customer? So that means bonuses and guarantees. Like what else can you include that goes along with your course that will make it more valuable? And what guarantee can you offer people? And um, it's very, it's, it's really not that complicated to add these things in. It takes, you know, to do it really well takes a lot of expertise and what have you. But to have something in there to just go, I'm going to have a 30-day money-back guarantee and that will increase your mm-hmm. sales. You know, like that's really, really straightforward. Um, I'd say the next one is if we look at how do you make more money from your email list, probably one of the biggest ones you can do is about doing two email promotions a month. And every time that I say that to people, they have the same reaction, which is that sounds like a lot. And I'm really worried all my email list will unsubscribe if I do that. And so I try and address that up front and like make sure everybody feels kind of comfortable about it. So what most people think when they hear the term promotion is that it's just buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, which is yeah. if people get, if, if you sent out two of those a month, yeah, people would unsubscribe and it'd be annoying and it probably wouldn't work very well. So what we're teaching people is how do you combine content with promotion? So let's say you've got a course about um, English grammar that you've got and it's your, it's your beginner level course and you're teaching English grammar. Well, your content, you should send out some content about English grammar for a few, for like a week first. So people are kind of built up and go, oh, this person knows about this topic and I'm excited about this. I want to learn more about it. That could be tips from in your course. It could be talking about, here's the problems that you might be facing with learning English grammar. Mm -hmm. Here's how that might be affecting your life, you know, showing empathy, kind of helping them understand their own, themselves better, make them feel better about the fact they've got this problem. Maybe here's a tip. Here's a way of solving that without any promotion at all. So do that for a week. And then in the, in the more promotional part of it, talk to people about who those people who are more interested in buying the course, show them case studies, testimonials, features and benefits, talk through about how this is going to help that person change their life. One of our favorite emails that we send out is called Future Proofing. And um, we learned this probably about two or three months ago, and it's phenomenal, works incredibly well. What you do is you talk to people about what is going to happen in the next minute, hour, day, month, quarter after they get this course. 
okay, you're going to mm-hmm. feel like this, and then you're going to need to log in over here, and then you're going to have to spend this much time working on this thing so people have a realistic expectation. You're going to get this kind of results. This is how long it's going to take. That's going to mean that in your life you're able to talk more fluently with your you know, work colleagues or you're going to be able to communicate better in restaurants or whatever it is that, you know, um, whatever the benefit is that they get from, from the course you're selling. And that is incredibly helpful for people because it helps them to feel like they understand what's going to happen, like why they should get this thing, what the, how their life is yeah. going to be better. Um, other ones, sorry, go on. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, that's so brilliant. And, you know, the email thing, it's, <laughs> I, I jokingly say that not focusing more on email marketing earlier is literally the only regret I have in my business <laughs> because it's a, it's a true relationship builder, right? And it's like, and I jokingly, I'm like, this shit works. I jokingly say that all the time. I'm like, it's not hard. If you're a good human being and you truly want to create a relationship with people and you have something that solves a problem for you, just start. It, I mean, it, it really, mm. and people get so fearful of that to, you know, to, to think about that. And it's like, they think they always have to sell. And it's like, you don't, you can really create a relationship with people. It's anyways. Um, okay. Keep going. Sorry. This is so juicy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last three emails that we send are called uh, going, going, gone emails. So these are saying the, Offer is coming to an end. So we're normally offering like 30 or 50% discount or something like that. The offer is coming to an end in 24 hours, six hours, two hours, something like that. So some emails going out. And each of those will also have some value in there as well. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure every email is valuable to the people who who don't buy, who are never going to buy. So they like it, they appreciate Mm -hmm. it, they stay on the email list. And it's useful to the people who are, thinking of buying to help them decide, is this a good purchase for me? Should I get this? And therefore it makes you money and people don't unsubscribe and they actually like getting emails from you. So what we've seen is Mm -hmm. when you have this kind of mixture of the content and the promotion together, we've actually seen people's unsubscribe rate go down to a, we had one client where they went down to a quarter of what it used to be. And we've seen these be, be lower unsubscribe rates than just normal newsletter emails that people are sending out because we're putting a lot of effort and time into making sure this is a really really good email for people and so you'll tend to see a spike at the end there with those going going gone emails because courses tends to work quite well with um urgency and scarcity that tends to be a tactic that that works well in in courses people are thinking about getting this thing but why should i do it now why should i not just wait a month and that tends to be, you know, having the discount and the discount is going away tends to help a lot with that. Uh, you know what? So back to this shit works, right? So I have, I had purchased, um, I follow Ramit Sethi has a great course called Breakthrough Launch. And it's, you know, I always tell people, I'm like, the, what, the one thing that will make the biggest difference in your business too is to learn to write well online, mm-hmm. copy and and the psychology and emails and stuff because it kind of plays out in everything you do. It'll t- whether you're podcasting, it's writing show notes or headlines or whatever it is. Um, and so he had an email sequence, and I swear to God, John, some the car's closing. You've got you know it's closing, and it was like that was so beyond my comfort level to use that language, mm. which it's part of it, right? But I literally, I just did this eight email sequence that he had. And this is just an example. I'm sure there's plenty out there and it's what you guys work with people on. But I was like, I'm going to do what he said to do. 
sure enough, this shit works. It was like, <laughs> I got it, like, you know, it's like the last day I ended up with like most of my sales coming in the last day. I sent a five o'clock email in the morning at five o'clock. And then I did something with the cart and it didn't close. And I got like three more sales the next day. I'm like, I will never not do this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it was a lot of deal. content, right? Moving up to that. So just to your point, it was there were value-based emails. What I was going to ask you is in that those content type emails, do you still recommend a call to action before you're opening the cart or making the offer? All that we do in there is we're we're teasing the next email. So in the first one, so we've got three three content emails generally the week before. And so one model that we use for it, I I don't recommend this for everybody because it's it's slightly more complicated. I, the easy one is just send out three pieces of useful content. That's the easier one. I, that's what I suggest most people do. The slightly harder one is we use a framework called pain agitation solutions. So the pain one, we're talking to people about what you, you might be feeling this problem in your life. And to, to learn that, we've gone through the course, we've gone through the Facebook group, we've gone through the um, survey results from surveying their audience, like to understand what is that pain point? What is that problem? So we're talking about that. And in that one, we're saying what we're going to talk about tomorrow is, you know, watch out for an email from us tomorrow. In that, we're going to talk about how this might be affecting your life in a way that you don't even realize yet. So helping give them insight into their life. So in the second one, we're talking to them about this is how that could be affecting your life. This is some of the consequences that might have and why it's a big deal to deal with this problem. Still no promotion at all. What we're teaching there is tomorrow, we're going to give you a useful tip on how to deal with this. So in the third one, then there's the useful tip and you explain about that and you say, watch out, we've got a course that's going to help you with this and we're going to have a discount on that next week. So just watch out for that. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some emails about that next week. So what all we're doing is trying to get people to understand enough stuff to know that this is something they should solve and kind of help them um, understand that problem better. And then the course is a way of solving it. They could go away and do stuff on their own. If someone went through every email, like we've got courses where we've got various different sequences we've written for the same course. If someone went through every single email, they probably could get a bunch of like what's actually covered in the course. Like they don't have to go and get the course, but the course is obviously a much nicer way of packaging it than, yeah, than yeah. right. You have to read all these emails and figure out how you kind of fit it all together. So we're trying to always provide value in there and get people ready for the sale in those content ones. Well, I mean, that's kind of the theory, right? If people are like, well, you could YouTube anything and learn anything. You don't need a course. But the beauty is it's presented in a nice, cohesive way with yep. the normal flow and you don't have to try and guess. So I totally get that. Um, so that's huge. I love the idea. And these are, and let me, just to clarify. So these are funnels that are coming in with that type of thing. These are people who are already on the email list. And do you use the same type of email for, say, organic traffic coming into a site? So somebody opts in to, you know, there's an opt-in offer on the site. So, or, or do you structure those differently? How do you mean? Well, m meaning so, like, it sounds like, um, so you've got a course. And if there is, uh, let's just launch date or the car opening yeah. and closing, right? There's scarcity in there. So do you treat people who are already on the list differently than people who come in to make that discounted offer who are cold traffic coming in versus people on the list? Yeah, we treat the whole thing the same. And, and what we used to do, so if somebody signs up to the email list, uh, let's say there's a lead magnet on the site, they see the lead magnet, they sign up for it. First of all, they're going to get a welcome sequence. So they're going to get a whole 
sequence of here's some of our best bits of content. So great to have you on the list. Here's the kind of emails that we send out so they know what they're going to be getting. Um, maybe asking them some question, providing them like, here's the way this brand works. Here's what we're all about. Like really trying to provide as much value in that first kind of three to five days as possible. Then everybody just goes onto the main list and everybody gets the same, mm-hmm. the same emails. And the reason that we do that is we, yeah. I used to believe that what we should be doing is this really complex um, segmentation. And okay, right, this person, like I've gone to Andre Chaperon's courses and his uh, autoresponder madness, <laughs> and he talks about, right, this person has, has read this email and so we tag them with this and this one's read this and we tag them with that and what have you. Now, there's a couple of problems with it. One, in theory, that's My head's great. ready to explode, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? It gets really complex. So in theory, that means each person is only getting offers about the things that they're definitely interested in because you, you tag them based on what content they opened and what things they read. And therefore, this person's interested in topic A. They're only going to get offers about topic A. This person showed their interest in topic B. They only get offers about topic B. That's That sounds good. But there's two problems. One, it doesn't work as well in terms of actual number of sales. You get more sales when you, because there's people who are interested in topic A who didn't open those emails, who didn't get tagged. So you will make less sales Mm -hmm. each time you run a promotion. The second one is it always breaks. It's so complicated that it always breaks and it takes forever to set up all of these. All right, we're going to have this automation that runs here. And oh, but what happens if that, oh, now we've changed this thing over here. Now that's broken this tag. It always breaks. Whereas if you just send out a promotion to everybody and you make sure the content's really good, then there's nothing really to break and it just works really well. And it's total change of opinion for me because I really felt like we should be doing that segmentation and now I really feel like we shouldn't. Well, and it's interesting because, you know, it's funny. I had brought up Ramit Sethi earlier and I had emailed them one time and I said, is there a way to take me off of, cause I would get his dream job stuff. I'm like, I don't have a job. I got a business for myself. I don't want dream job. And they're like, no, we don't do that. And it's funny because I get why now. And, and even, um, you know, I brought up Russell Brunson. He said he had, this was in a podcast episode where someone had reached out and said, I already bought the expert secrets book. Why do you keep emailing me about the book? And he's like, have you read it? Have you implemented it all? Or are you remembering <laughs> that we do and we teach these things? And so in a way, it's like, oh, that's a really good point, you know, or God, I should go back into that course. So it's, it, there's to your point, there's a whole bunch of ways that it's going to benefit somebody. I mean, I like the idea of being able to say, I don't want to hear any more about this, like mm-hmm. give some of those options with stuff, but I'm right there with you. There's sometimes like, and I'm not like, throwing names. It's just people I follow and read. Like Brennan Dunn is brilliant. Some of his stuff makes my head hurt. I'm like, I do mm. not want to do custom. He's very smart, isn't he? But and like, like, yeah. <laughs> he's brilliant. He's an engineer, you know? And I'm like, right. <laughs> dude, like I need I take whatever he does. I'm like, okay, then I'll study it. I'm like, I need to put this into like the, the explain it to a fifth grader idea. You know, so, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> you the know, it's it do. can get overly complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. One thing we will do from what you were just saying there is we will exclude people who've bought that course. If you've already bought the course, mm-hmm. we won't promote the course to you. We probably send out the content about it, but we won't do the bit that's like, buy it now, it's on discount this week, you know, kind of emails as well. So those, those that's mm-hmm. the one group that we will exclude. Yeah, which totally makes sense. If someone's purchased for him, though, I was like, would it be that hard? But at the same time, 
you know, you just never know. You never know. So, um, so last question kind of on the topic of like the course creator specifically, do you have sort of like, uh, do you recommend doing like a, not to say a basic funnel, but let's start here. And then once Mm -hmm. you've gathered data and you've seen what's worked, then you can get a little more ninja or do you keep it simple? Yeah. So what we, what we thought for quite a while was we've got these crucial tactics that work incredibly well. So it's the email promotions and the order bumps and the upsells and and a few other things. And we thought once we've got that working for somebody, we'll then go and we'll set up the webinars and the webinar funnels and the VSLs and all these other kinds of things, Mm -hmm. you know, the super clever stuff. And what we found is what actually works better is just doing the fundamentals better. So we just go back to the beginning and we do more stuff. I, I know I this like is, I, I know like you love the pause. basics. Yeah. <laughs> I totally do. I totally do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what we do there is we'll just be like, okay, well, we've already got order bumps and upsells and we've got great sales pages and checkout pages and we've got email promotions and a good offer and all this kind of thing, right? Well, we're going to need to do some more email promotions next month. So we write those and we learn from what worked the previous time. So we've actually had, we've got a client, they've only got two courses. And you might think if you've only got two courses, how can you do two email promotions a month? We've done a promotion for the one of those courses every month for five months. And every month it's done better. Because every month we've learned from like, wow. what did people respond to last time? And then we've gone, right, how do we get more creative? How do we come up with a new hook, another reason to talk about it? So one time, there's a course about self-love. It's someone in the spirituality space. And one time there was a quote from somebody in uh, to do with the Olympics, uh, the Tokyo Olympics. And it was going around social mm-hmm. media and it was being seen everywhere. And so we started out with that and it was something around self-love, you know, or some or, or, mm-hmm. or the opposite. And we had to kind of counteract. And so we started out with that. And then the whole thing, the entire campaign was based around that idea, around that, okay, there was that quote and then we lead everything out from there. And then the next month it's like, okay, we've got the holidays coming or, you know, now we've got this thing happening in the world. And that's another reason why we send the same campaigns to everybody at the same time is because that thing is in the news now. That, that right. promotion won't work in three months for anybody. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Mm. And the other thing we do is we look back through the previous emails and go, right, this one worked really well. People like that a lot. They opened that, they clicked on that, people bought on that day. That's great. This one didn't resonate with people. Okay, why might that be? Let's try and understand that. And so we don't do emails like the one that didn't work and we do more emails like the one that did. And so that's our, that's our version of getting ninja is just how can you do more mm-hmm. of that thing? You know, how can you do that better? These are the things that work. These are the fundamentals. So we don't even, like we'll, if clients are doing a webinar, great but we don't do much on that with them generally we don't build out complicated mm-hmm. uh, automated funnels anymore like that we used to do we used to do, you know some very complicated funnels we just like okay these are our things just just do this again and again and we've had clients go from you know uh i'm trying to think with that one in the spirituality space twenty thousand when they first started with us we got up to like seventy thousand a month and then last month hit i think one hundred eighty thousand. Just doing the same things, promoting the same courses, but just doing it better. Well, it's cool, isn't it? they have a decent <laughs> size. It's, I'm just like, well, and it makes me so excited because so many people will do something and they go, oh, it didn't work. I'm like, did it all not work or did something not work? Yeah. You know, and so it's, and 
you can you can start. I mean, and if you just go back, and it's funny, John, because like I'm not a I want to just make stuff. Like I'm not a data person, but I understand the value and the and the mm. need to look at what's working, right? And so you you have to find that place. And it's like I don't want to keep reinventing the wheel either, you know. Yeah. So it, it's so much fun to dig deeper and go. Well, let me try this. I mean, it was, I, I hated writing copy until, I don't know, four or five years ago. I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. I have to figure this out because I know it's important. And the fact that you can change a sentence and increase sales is like, what? I don't have to rewrite an email necessarily. <laughs> I don't have to change the whole sales page. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And so, that, and that's kind of behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people don't want to do or don't have the bandwidth or whatever. So, um, yeah. no, I think it's awesome. I love that you guys keep it simple and clean. Um, that's huge. So you have something that people can kind of figure out. So let's talk a little bit about your calculator and where they can get it. Yeah. So if people go to data, if people want to know how much more could I make from my course, like I've got the course, I'm already making money from it how much more could I make? Not just like, here's some general numbers for everybody, but like specifically for me. Then they can go to datadrivenmarketing.co slash calculator and they fill in a form. And then me or someone on my team will go through and look at the numbers and look at your site and look at what you've already got in place and figure out people. I think people think this is automated. <laughs> I need to do yeah. something to prove to people that this isn't automated. It's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 we do this manually for every single person. Um, so if they fill that form in, it'll take like, I don't know, five or 10 minutes. You might look some numbers up on Google Analytics or look on your email list or what have you. Um, and you tell us like, here's the prices of my courses and what have you. Fill that in and then we will figure out for you how much more money you could be making um, from your, you know, in your particular case. Yeah, that's, that's kind of gold. And of course, you guys, so the links will be in the show note. Show notes again, it is datadrivenmarketing.co, C-O, forward slash calculator. Um, where's the best place for people to connect with you, John? I respond to all my emails. So John at datadrivenmarketing.co. Um, we've got a Facebook group, the advanced course creators group on Facebook. If people want to come and hang out there, we answer lots of questions. That'll be in the show notes too. Uh, I've got a podcast, which is called the art of selling online courses. Um, which there's a particularly wonderful episode that people can find where there's someone called Kim who's been on there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I shall link to that as well. We'll do a little internal and external linking there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. We have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. And then you've got, um, you've got free training on your website too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I go through yeah. all of those yeah. tactics, how they all work. That's all available for free on the website. Just, just on the homepage, datadrivenmarketing.co. There's a free training link. Okay. God, John, this is so fun. I, I feel like I could talk to you and pick your brain forever. And I just keep coming back to see the shit works. John, totally validated beyond <laughs> what I thought I knew. <laughs> that and then the fundamentals. Like, just do it better. It, it, and it gets better and a lot more yeah. fun. So totally a good time with you, John. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me on. This episode is brought to you by my F the Hustle newsletter. The newsletter for vision-led entrepreneurs ready to enjoy the journey do good work, and grow a profitable business. It is time to ditch the hustle. Just go to kimdoyle.com forward slash F the hustle to sign up today.